Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. It's Steve Agee. You're listening to Steve Agee. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by AdamEve.com. You like adult toys, everybody? Well, AdamEve.com is the place for you to go if you want to buy some. If you're like me, I'm very easily embarrassed. Um, I once went into a porn shop and was too scared to buy anything because <laughs> because I didn't want... <laughs> I didn't want to be seen walking out with pornos. Um, so AdamEve.com really helps solve that problem. You can order anything. Anything you want. You want a big dildo for your girlfriend? Buy it at AdamEve.com. You you want a flashlight? You can get that. They even right now they have Halloween themed uh, items at their store. You want a scary dildo? They probably have it. I mean. I think most dildos are scary, <laughs> scary. but uh, so go to AdamEve.com. Um, right now, if you use the promo code on their website, promo code Steve, as in Steve, me, my name. I know, that's weird. It's not uh or anything. Put in the promo code Steve, and you will get 50% off most items that you purchase there. And as an added bonus, you will also get three adult films. Por, uh, porn parodies, you like that? You like the X Files, but you want to jerk off to it? How about the the Sex Files? That's a porn parody, and you can get it. My friend Kimberly Kane is in it. Yeah, I'm friends with a porn star, and you can watch her as Scully in the Sex Files. They have office porn parodies. Uh, many times I watch TV shows, and I. I can sometimes jerk off to them, but I'm like, God, I wish these people were naked and showing full penetration. That's what the parodies are for, guys. So go to AdamEve.com, buy some items, enter the promo code Steve to get 50% off most of the things that you buy, and uh, everyone will be happy, and you won't have to embarrass yourself by going into some porn store. So check it out, AdamEve.com. And um, we're about to start the episode with Howard Kramer. Here we go. Another episode of Steve Ag. Uh, I'm on a roll, you guys. I've recorded a lot lately, and um, I'm very happy to be here in the Starburn studio. Uh, my guest this week, as you know, is Howard Kramer from Who Charted. I was actually Howard's first guest on his podcast, even before Kulop joined him. And uh, so I've known Howard, a.k.a. Dragon Boy Suede, for uh, quite a few years now. And uh, we get real, you guys. I think I don't actually actually don't even remember. We recorded this a few weeks ago, and I'm now just recording the intro. But uh, I know for a fact that Howard was great, and um, I hope you like it. So enjoy. Thanks, guys. In other words, it's got to be street legal. Street, street legal, legal means that the, the beaver's smooth, or, or I'll leave you where I found, found you. I won't mount you. 
And I ain't taking you to Fred, Fred Siegel, Siegel neither. neither. Wow. Are we recording? You still could rap, huh? That sounded pretty good. Yeah. That album's still good. I still listen to it. Wow. In Thank my car. You. Let's save that for the mic, too. Well, we're recording right now. Oh, we are? Yeah, right? That's are we a... recording? Yeah. We probably caught that, that rapping. That was that was DBS and SAG. <laughs> SDA. Whoa. What's SDA? Uh, SDA is my initials. Oh, SAG is kind of cool. Do you know m- SAG? Well, yeah, but it's SAG. S-A-G. Oh, SAG. Yeah. I think I probably had that as a username for some username porn website. Well, oh, was, okay. Yeah. Well, then you put it to good use. Username. SAG. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I. <laughs> <laughs> now you were, you were going to say that the first time I did this, or I guess the other time I did this, was when it was at your house. Yeah. Howard, uh, you, you know, I used to do this podcast. When I first started doing this podcast, I was hosting it myself, and they were all like three or four minutes long. Just right. a, kind of a fuck you to podcasting. I'd just do a three-minute right. podcast. And, and I'll tell you, the, the, the form was so new that it just – I didn't know that wasn't a real podcast. Well, I mean, technically it was a real podcast. I mean, it was, but you know what I mean? Like, even mm-hmm. – just that you were doing it was like, wow, this guy's part of the podcast movement, even though you were making fun of it from the inside. And uh, you were – but when I kind of started going into, you know – the traditional, the more traditional form of podcasting. You were one of my first guests. Thank you. And that's when I was recording at uh, Ken Marino's guest house. Right. Uh, at my desk in my office. We experienced a lot of stuff together up there. We we were there the day that Michael Jackson passed on. To oh shit! Is that real? Yeah. You don't remember that now? I feel like I remember six months him. ago we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I mean, I remember him dying the same day Farrah Fawcett died. Yeah, and then me and you were tweeting jokes about it. It was like I wasn't I wasn't technologically advanced enough no. yet to go like, don't, like, this may be a bad thing. It was just like, oh, me and Steve are joking about this, so why not just type them all out and send them? Yeah, you, yeah that's right. We were tweeting a lot. Yeah. Um, I think Jerry Duggan, you know Jerry Duggan? Mm-hmm. Um, very funny gentleman. Uh, has a, a, a comic out right now with Brian Posehn, The Deadpool, which you should check out. But uh, Jerry, that's my phone, sorry. Jerry had one cool. of the funniest fucking tweets regarding Michael Jackson's death. Um, and it was before they knew he died. He tweeted before it was officially... But he had some news. He didn't just pull it They're out like, of nowhere. They're like, the news was saying Michael Jackson had a heart attack. And right. he, he hadn't been reported as dead yet, but Jerry tweeted, um, not long after Michael Jackson's reported heart attack, Weird Al Yankovic, well, it's reported that Weird Al Yankovic has had a fart attack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was good. I like it. It's like he, uh, like Al was already... Spinning on it, yeah. I like it a lot. Just uh, Jerry Dugan recently tweeted at me that we needed to have a talk about summer because it's too hot. What do you mean it's too hot? It's summer. Summer. Summer is supposed to be hot. Yeah, I, I just said you know summer's above our human chit chat. I don't know what he's get. Well, what are we going to discuss? What are we going to talk about that it's not going to be hot next time? It well, will be. I don't understand. Why did he? 
I guess they, maybe they feel like I celebrate Selma so much that if they have a complaint about it, they should send it my way as if to say, hey, Selma isn't that great. Oh, well, Selma is pretty great. That's For those right. of you who don't know, by the way, Howard is a very funny comedian who uh, is also known for his he has a, a very distinct comedic theme right over the past few years which has been summer right summer but he spells it with an ah instead of an er right have a summer have a summer and i think i i was there the first time you did your have a summer bit at ucb oh yeah right? that's right that was the first time i did it there yeah so he he does a lot of comedy that just really celebrates everything to do with summer yeah and um you should have a summer the way you did when you were a kid. You I mean, you have work. albums out about summer? Two music albums. One produced by the man who sits through the glass in yeah. the dark shadows. Dustin. There he is, Dustin Marshall. Are they both available on uh, Band iTunes? Bandcamp and iTunes, yeah. A Amazon? Uh, Amazon, I think, some of them. Are they? Is it Amazon? Yeah. Of course. So All the you platforms. So you can click on my Amazon link on my homepage uh by by those albums and uh, I get a kickback. Or you could click on th at the Who Charted page. At, oops, just kidding. No, you can. Do, yeah, Howard has a, a a podcast, which you probably already know if you're listening to my podcast. And you, his is way more popular. It's called Who Charted. I was but the you, first guest on that. That's podcast. what I was gonna say. The the reason for our popularity is that we launched it correctly. Our first guest. Ever, Mr. Twice. Steve Agee. We did, we did your first podcast twice. Yeah. You know, on that show, me and my co-host, Kulap Vilaisak, we used the top five in music and movies to get to know our celebrity guests, and you yeah. were the first one. Yeah. It's a fun show. You, you should check it out. You predated Kulap because you did the pilot before you had Kulap. Yeah. So you're really the first ever person on that show. Yeah, I was the first co-host. Yeah. But- um. So, yeah, have a summer, pick up that album. I do comedy about other stuff, too, but summer is my thing I do for humanity to help the world. You know what I, re I, I have become hyper aware of when, I, when I'm recording podcasts is my breathing. Yeah, I hear it. Do you I do it, it, too? Yeah, and, and also one of these people complain about one of these. Listen in, gang. <laughs> when you when you have a little sip of the drink into the mic, they don't like the Coke that. Zero. Eating is about the worst thing you could do. Chewing gums real bad. Yeah, that's not good. But like, Eating. but like you can't not breathe. It's tough. And I'm really hyper aware of my breathing now. Like it, it, it's only been recently. Like I'll, and I'm not out of breath or anything. I'm just. Uh, what are you wearing? Hey, it's me, Steve. <laughs> hey, I'm Are you awake? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm awake. <laughs> it's just me. Hey, Howard, what are you wearing right now? Uh, just uh, just uh, some pants and... Uh, hey, why are you wearing pants? It's four in the morning. Uh, well, I don't have a blanket. I don't, cool. have, I don't have a blanket that reaches below my waist. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're shirtless above the pants, right? Right. But with a blanket on. Right, but I just keep the blanket over my torso, and then I have the pants to cover me from below that. Hey, you seem. I think I have sleep apnea. 
Oh, is that it? That's why I'm calling you. I need you to call a doctor for me. <laughs> or else he'll fall asleep? Or else I'll choke in my sleep and oh, wake yeah, up yeah, very okay. startled. Hey, what, what's the one where you will what's the one where you just fall asleep at any moment? Narcolepsy. Narcolepsy. That's what I was saying. Sorry. So you've got sleep apnea, Steve. That's t- that sucks. I don't have sleep apnea, but you know it's weird I have this I got this um it's like a pedometer type thing. Your breathing sounds better now, Steve. I'm cyber aware of it now. It's fucking making me crazy. I want to hang up and go to sleep. Here's what's going to happen after this episode's over. Yeah. And every episode from here on out, Dustin, you have to go through and edit out all of my breaths that are in dead space. (laughs) Hey, no, I once quit comedy stand-up because of uh, a breath thing. What? Yeah. No, that's not true. No, I quit stand-up comedy for six months. And um, why I did this was a joke I did in Austin. I said, um, "This is my impression of Darth Vader masturbating," <laughs> and then I just went, <sighs> and it got faster. Yeah, and it didn't get a laugh, which it didn't deserve to get one. Right, that's not a complaint at all. I felt so ashamed of myself in that moment that I stopped. I didn't do comedy again for like six months. <laughs> well, that's really Darth Vader's fault. Yeah. Um, where was I going before I started? The- oh, you said you had a pedometer. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it also, it's one of these wrist ones. It's like the the, the jawbone one. Because so I'm trying to keep track of a lot of shit because I need to make some changes in my life. But you it also, it has a sleep mode and it measures your sleep like by lack of movement. Like you push a button when you're going to sleep and then, um, and then the next day you plug it into your computer and it'll tell you like, how active you were in your sleep or how, you know. I know that anyway because the sheets are usually ripped off my bed. <laughs> no, but I found it really interesting because uh, apparently I don't sleep very well. Okay. Like you... last night, for instance, I slept about seven hours, which is good for me. Usually I'm like five and a half to six hours of sleep. And uh, the, just the chart that it showed, oh, we should put that on who charted. Steve Agee's top five sleep charts. <laughs> top um, five. <laughs> Steve Agee's top five sleeps of the year. Oh, okay, your top five sleeps. The, the sleeps in which you got the most sleep? Yeah, like August 30... I almost said August 32nd. Yeah, that is odd. <laughs> I, I, was, I was waiting for that to pop out of your That almost mouth. came out. That's not a date, is it? Nah, nah. I would be uh, stepped one. But it's crazy because it, it tells you how many times you got up during the night because I yeah. guess it can tell how by your arm movement. But it tells you like... How much? What period? So how much did is you your, get? Out is of your seven? deepest sleep? Oh, wait. So you were you went to bed for seven hours? How long did you sleep? Uh, well, I went. To, it was it was about seven hours and twenty minutes. But like, okay, it says it took you. You know, like last night, it took me twelve minutes to fall asleep. I was really tired last night, but then it's like, you know, pretty light sleep because I think it measures like me turning over and stuff. And then it made, the deep sleep is the periods where you're not moving at all, and there's not a lot of that wow. when I sleep. Wait, wait. This like, sort of... I think the deepest sleep I have is like an hour at a time. Is that normal? What's normal? I think you're supposed to have deep sleep the whole night. Oof, man, you're in trouble. Yeah. But you know, I, I find it fascinating that you can look that up every morning. That's good. That's amazing. Yeah. But um, I would wonder, what can we do, Steve? Maybe what's something we could do right here and right now to calm your mind, help you sleep better? 
I don't know. I think part of it is that my apartment is really noisy. Okay. What about uh, a noise machine? Yeah, I have one of those. Are you using I never use it, it, Steve? Did you plug it in? Is it no, plugged in, Steve? It is not Sometimes plugged in. it's a power issue. Do you, do you, do you, do you, <laughs> does it have the power? There is power. Like if you're insinuating that I don't pay my electrical bill, there is power. All right, That's I, not an issue. Okay. But the, um, the thing works is what I'm saying. It works. Saying. I just never think to plug it in. I use two of those, actually. No. I got a humidifier and a noise machine, and I, they go simultaneously. What what noise do you use on the noise machine? White noise? It's white noise, yeah. Just shh. Yeah, basically. That and a T-shirt over my eyes because I don't like any light coming out. Why don't you get an eye mask? I feel like a, a t-shirt would... I feel like a foppish. I feel a bit foppish and I got one fey. one of those for the first time like this year and it's pretty amazing. I don't I have two of them and I don't use them. I take a t-shirt like a man. It's a blue collar approach. It's DIY and I throw a t-shirt over my eyes. <laughs> Many of my uh former regimes, former girlfriends there's like there's always a point at which I wake up and they show me a picture on the phone of me sleeping Look with t-shirt. Look at you with the t-shirt. <laughs> and it doesn't come up. Do you do you lay pretty much still when you sleep? I'm being serious. If my sheets aren't ripped off my bed when I wake up, I'm like, oh wow, I slept pretty good. Yeah, you toss and turn a lot. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I actually uh, about seven or eight years ago, uh, when I first got my camera. I set it on a tripod in my room, and uh, I had a remote that will set a timer so the camera will go off like once every minute. Mm. I think I set it for once every two minutes for it to take a photo. For and you sleep for seven like seven hours. Yeah, and so I photographed myself sleeping once every two minutes. I set the timer and went to bed. Wow. And uh, and then I did a put all the photos into a timeline on um, Final Cut and made like a time lapse. What were you doing in there? A lot of turning, yeah. tossing and turning, flip, like flip. Un, like crazy. But I think part of it was that I could hear the camera going off every two minutes. I think that might have uh, right. been like making me not sleep. And also, right. in order to get enough light in the room, I left the TV on. I, I muted it, but I left the TV on. So there's just like weird flashing lights. Yeah, it sounds like a, b- a busy night in there. You got yeah. Got, get, you know, photographic equipment, mixed media. I have a couple of friends that work in, they do sleep studies. They they uh, they work in a hospital. Where oh, people, yeah, me too. Where people come, come in. You do? <laughs> no. They work in a hospital where people come in to, like, have their sleep monitor to see how they sleep. And I've really toyed with the idea quite a lot of going in. I say stop toying with it. Stop playing with it. Use it. Do it. <laughs> Let's hear about it. I don't it. think I would be able to sleep, though. I think if I'm in a hospital room, the last thing I'm going to want to do is sleep. Yeah, that that's going to make you uncomfortable. That's what I was going to ask you that about the pedometer. Does like does that make you conscious of your sleep? Like, oh, it's checking me out. It's checking no. how long it's going to make. No, yeah, no, don't even think about it. Oh, well, then you'll be fine in the hospital. Stop being a pussy. <laughs> no, but I think they put like electrodes on you and shit and a helmet. I bet. No, no, they don't do a helmet. Um, well, I'll tell you, you toss and turn, it always seems to me like it's like, oh, I don't, I didn't like that thought. You know what I mean? Like, 
you fall asleep and then you, your mind starts to go somewhere and it's like, oh, I don't like that. And then you yeah. flip over. Are you? Do you sleep on your side or on your back or on your stomach? I feel like I'm mostly on my side. Yeah, me too. I feel like that's the position where you can best hide from the world. <laughs> you just go fetal and you're just like t-shirt over your eye. Yeah. And the phone's in the other room. Don't even have it in my room. Do you when you wear the t-shirt over your head, do you have it like just like a towel over your head or is it like do you put the neck hole over your eyes no. just down to your nose no. so the whole top of your head is in the t-shirt? It, it's more just like if it was like a little hand towel or something. It's just like that. It's just like across my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> You could use a hand towel. You could use a lot of things. I was just in Denver. They had a great little comedy festival there. Their first year. The what High was it Plains, called? High Plains Comedy Festival. High Plains Comedy. We were in a uh, nice hotel in uh, downtown. And then uh, at like five in the morning, I hear, you know, like a digital sort of alarm. And a recording comes on. It's basically like you're hearing a dude inside your room, and he's going, a fire alarm has been triggered. Oh, I know that sound. Uh, and and he, he, he goes on about a 30-second loop. A fire alarm has been triggered. Uh, it may be necessary to evacuate the hotel. Please stand by for further instructions. What? Yeah, and then it never stopped. And then it would go, bloop, bloop, bloop. A fire alarm has been triggered. So you're going from a dead sleep to... That noise and that announcement, and you're like, okay, it'll end, it'll stop, it'll stop, and it was just like, and you can't block that sound out. Yeah, even I with know that earplugs, which I wear those sometimes too. In fact, I, I have earplugs that. on me. I, I'll, I'll wear earplugs just if I'm like taking a walk sometimes. I can't do the earplugs because I can't have total silence when I sleep. Why you're afraid like you're something's going to happen? No, I have tinnitus, so I have ringing in my ears. So the quieter a room, the worse the tinnitus. Wow! Wait, the, so is that a constant? You'll just constantly hear that? Yeah. Are you hearing it right now? It not while I'm talking or while you're talking, but if I'm quiet, like I can hear like. So you can actually constant. be like, shut up. I need some quiet. I can't hear the ringing in my own ears. Have you ever said that to someone? It's a very uh, fine line, the si the quiet I need. Like, I can't have my neighbors being loud because that just makes me mad. Right. But I can't have absolute silence either. Wow. I have to that's have, a, like, that's music odd. or white noise or something. You see that, people? You think that it's only you who's got problems. And then you hear about a problem you didn't even – I never think about that. So you don't have ringing. You know, just from playing loud music and stuff, sometimes one of my ears, maybe Dustin knows this too, like one of my ears just every now and then I'll just go like. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Like louder. Yeah. It'll, you think it's from loud It'll music? sound like your ears just all of a sudden sealed off and there's like a, a weird yeah. ring. Like some like some EDM, some dubstep DJ is playing with the filters in my EDM, head. is that Eagles of Death Metal? That's electronic dance music. <laughs> Eagles of Death Metal. Do you know about the After Hours Club here in L.A.? No. There's a club. Dustin, you been there? <clears throat> I'm not going to name any names. I don't want to incriminate anybody. But there's a club here in town that opens at 2, basically goes all night. And um, Eagles I guarantee I know at least one. I yeah. know one person that's probably there a lot. Yeah. And Eagles of Death Metal 
played there a couple times now. I missed it both gigs. Yeah. I missed them both gigs. I'll tell you what. Your well, point being. <laughs> my point being, you brought up Eagles of Death Battle. But you know what's weird? I, that place, when you walk, I've been to that After Hours Club. Is it downtown? It's like Koreatown. Yeah. So many people will be like, oh, man, I saw you do a show, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I am more well known in this. In the After Hours Yeah, that like, says something about my demographic. The place opens at two and it's secret. And I walk in there and it's like I have a higher Q rating than anywhere else in town. Q rating? We should do a, a comedy show there, at like th- a 3 a.m. comedy show. I'm down. That would be dope. Um would be a uh, the crowd would be up if you understand what I'm trying to say. It'd be up. Uh, the Eagles is death metal. Um, you know them. They do. Have. I I do know those guys, but they do. I don't know if they've done it in the United States. I know they've done it in France. They'll do shows. <laughs> They'll do these shows that are women only. How do they? Uh, is that legal? Sure, it's legal. But they do these shows. They'll do these shows in That's clubs. Brilliant. Where. No dudes are allowed in wow. the club at all. It's an entire audience of women, and uh, and this is absolutely true. An entire audience of women. And, and what happens? Do they just like? It's just a big party. Those guys like really party. And like Jesse, Jesse Hughes, the front man. He's like a he's like a class. He's like a textbook rock and roll front man. He's like just. But I mean, like when they have a full room of just women, is it almost like a bachelorette? party mentality do they go even crazier they go crazier they they like get a bunch of them up on stage dancing around he's yeah he says that it's just like a fucking crazy are those single guys in that band i could see like hey honey i'm going out on the road we're gonna do like three or four all female shows (laughs) but um i uh i don't know i think at the moment most of them are not single but I mean, this has been. I knew about. I first not, heard about these like a few years not ago. Singles was my. Um, was your first single? Was my white supremacist dating site? <laughs> not single. Not singles. Not <laughs> not singles. not singles. Tried to work that out on Mike, and aren't you glad I did? Not see angles. Not singles. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a girlfriend would be too pleased with that idea. With not singles, we're going. No, no, we're going to France. We're going to do a show that's just women only. Baby, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss the kids. I'm going out on the road. Just you know what? We're going to toss in a handful of just all lady shows. Don't worry about it. Oh, that's just a recipe for <laughs> for rock and roll disaster. For a headache from a, a girlfriend. Where would that go? Like, uh, where are you doing those? Oh, don't worry. Just like Norway. Uh, yeah, just European, where everyone's views Czech, on, views Czech Republic. on yeah, everyone's views on sex are just yeah. completely open and like yeah, Amsterdam. We're doing. Don't worry about it. I think Amsterdam is. I feel like France is uptight where they happen mostly. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. It's just the south of France. Maybe it's, they're they're French. I don't even they speak their language. I don't know if they wanted to have sex with me. I wouldn't understand what they were saying. They're the Eagles of Divorce Metal. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it. The Eagles of Divorce Metal.
guys are crazy. They're driving their marriage into. So what? What does a how? What does a Howard Kramer do in the off summer season? Non summer is what it would be called, I guess. Um, do you have to adjust your act now that it's not summer? It is funny I, when I first started doing that bit a few years ago. I wondered about that because it started in the summer, yeah. and then I was like, "Yeah, like October, no one's really." hyped for it. You know what I mean? You can kind of talk about it, but you can't do it the act the exact same way. Yeah. And then I figured about March, April, people would be ready to hear it again. And I went down and did stand-up at South by Southwest. You've done it many times. And um, I've never done South by Southwest. Are you serious? Yeah. What? I've never been asked. I if, never if get I asked to, to do bet real money on that. Like, all these years about South by... Steve was never there. I would never bet that. Never. What is that? Why? Well, I'm what... never invited. I never get asked to do festivals. Never you're been tall. to. You're too tall. Never been to Just for Laughs. Wait, JFL? Okay. Never. Not in Montreal. Not in Chicago. Okay. I've never been um, to Chicago. The only comedy Jeez. festivals I've done are Sketchfest in San Francisco, yep. which is probably one of the bigger. It's a great one. Definitely comedy that, festivals yeah. and. Um, Bridgetown. Bridgetown, Portland. Come on, Steve. I think that's about it. Never been to Bonnaroo, uh, Sasquatch. Uh, Bumbershoot? Nope. Really? Never been asked. You know, that's funny because you, to me, you're, you're known, I think, as one of those guys that has an invite to everything. So it, it surprises me that you don't. Maybe that's maybe that's why. Maybe they just assume, oh, Adrian's probably going. Someone probably maybe, asked him. Maybe so. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know what you know. What there's there's certain places <clears throat> I'm locked out of where I never get an invite. And um, example. Well, I did do Bumber Shoot once. You did Coachella the one year that yeah that they had a comedy and that was that was crazy. Yeah, that in it was '07, I think, or '07. Yeah, that was my first and last time going to Coachella. Oh well, you picked a good one. Yeah. Uh, I think that might be the last one I went to, too. Was I hanging out with you at that one? Maybe Did we stay in that house with Jonah Ray? No, I stayed in a hotel. Oh, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, in 07, it was the one year Coachella had a comedy tent, you know, and it was like Zach and Mm -hmm. Aziz. It was basically the comedians of comedy. Right, but with a couple added people. Basically the comedians of Generate. Management. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just happen to be with the right manager so you get a gig. Yeah. That was like, uh, I got to live out the whole rock star fantasy. That was a big show, man. That was a huge tent. And uh, yeah, it I think it went big. really well. For a hot outdoor show, it was amazing. Yeah. It was really hot. And Zach did the whole or- little orphan Annie stuff. Amazing. But um, anyway, I guess I've been invited to a few of those, but. That's probably the only invite area that I would beat you in. If we, if we said, who gets invited to the parties? Who gets invited to the... Not me. Who gets invited to the get-togethers? Not gets, me, man. Who gets invited to the, hey, we're going to go eat? <laughs> you mean <laughs> dinner? <laughs> Meals. A.K.A. Dinner. Yeah, I, don't know, I think you're the guy, but 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 you are one of those guys that I think is known as your connector. You know a lot of people. 
Kind of, but it really doesn't help me comedy-wise. I don't do a lot of... You do a lot of acting? You do a lot of comedic yeah. acting? That's about it. But that's half a comedy. I mean, nobody even wants to see you come do stand-up unless they know you from television. Therein lies the rub. Unless you're amazing. Dustin's sitting back there in the shadows, and it looks like he has a beard. It does. Because it's so dark. Well, you don't? No, it looks like you've got serious facial hair. No, when you had your headphones around your neck, it looked like you had a big-ass Zach Galifianakis beard. Oh, yeah. You know, there's a a guy on Hollywood Boulevard who just plays Zach from The Hangover. And really? Just, you know, like just the same way a Batman would take pictures with tourists. Yeah. It was real weird. I, I, Does he look like Zach? He looked totally like him, except he's bigger. He's like <laughs> taller and Does thicker. Does Zach know about this guy? Someone needs know, to send I, a photo. Yeah, I just saw this guy like two weeks ago. And it's just so odd, you know. I mean, we've I've had time to adjust to him being a huge, huge star. But yeah. when it is somebody that you know... It's weird to see an impersonator making actual money from people for you know five dollars I mean? a photo. Yeah, like if yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, what do you, did we answer what you're doing in the off season now? Oh oh well, I you go, just finished a tour, a summer tour. Yes, that's right. We did a you West Coast. Kyle Canane. Yeah, we did a West and, Coast summer tour and Sean Patton, and um, funny dudes. Great. We we started in Seattle, worked our way down the West Coast, and it culminated with Summer Fest. Number four at Meltdown Comics. Yeah, that was fun. But um, what I would do is just go back to doing regular stand-up. Hey, look look at me. Aren't I stupid looking? What's hey, the listen? deal? Yeah. With... Here's some I'm ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> I once jerked off in a yeah. bus station. Yeah. Fucked a cup of yogurt. <laughs> Fucked a cup of yogurt. Yeah. I had a neighbor in the dorm in college who, uh, when he was in the army and stationed in Germany, he, uh, this is just, the fuck a cup of yogurt remind me of that he, uh, he went out to a whorehouse with like some guys in his platoon. They were peer pressuring him. They're like, come on, we're going to a whorehouse. He's like, I don't really want to. And they're like, come on, Brian. (laughs) And so he went. They use his real, like, full name like parents do when they're angry at Brian, you. you're going to this whorehouse with us. <laughs> so he we went and he had sex with a hooker. And uh, I was like, I mean, I was 19 when he was telling me this story, or 18. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, what was that like? What was it like having sex with a hooker? <laughs> he just described it as... It felt like fucking a bucket of applesauce. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. An image, a visual image that has stuck with me low these many decades. Jesus. And damn if he didn't turn out to be right. A bucket. A, a, a jar bucket. of A bucket of applesauce. Wow. She was, so she, she, she'd been on the job for a while. Is that what we're implying? She was a veteran. <laughs> Man. A, a German veteran. And uh, applesauce is tough to get in Germany. So it, <laughs> that means it felt amazing. Not a lot of apple trees in the motherland. Hey, you know what? Next time he's over there, tell him just to use not singles, and he'll be able to find a lady of his choice. Not singles <laughs> dot com dot com. What? <laughs> um, I don't know. Is the question answered? I, I'll go back to regular stand up, and. Entertaining people without referencing the ultimate yeah. season of summer. Um. Okay. What do you? 
<laughs> what do you, Thank you. What do you, what, what's going on in the news? <laughs> oh, what's going on in the news? Um, yeah. I saw recently that uh, what's happening. This is my this is my actual answer to that question. Yeah. What's going on in the news? Oh, is what's happening? I thought you were no, going like, to say something. No, this is me in real oh, time just trying silence. to think of even one thing that's... I don't... I go in waves with the news. Go. I don't watch TV anymore, which means I don't watch the news. Because why? You're off TV? <laughs> no, I just... I mean, I'll DVR stuff, like Breaking Bad. Right. Then go into my DVR and watch those. I don't watch like, oh, yeah, live TV, so I'm never watching news. I'm the same way. And, you know, more and more I'm using Netflix, so I'm just yeah. never having that commercial experience. And I don't check news sites online. So it's literally, you know, and I know it's a cliche joke, but like getting your news from Twitter. Right. I'll just see a lot of people start talking about yeah. Ted Cruz right. for oh, yeah. a couple of days. And it'll take a few days of seeing this name till I'm finally like, right. <sighs> But you, but you know what? In a way, look. in a way, that's a good way to play it. Like, uh, you go to your. I'm not going to jump on every little thing I see. If this guy's name shows up four days in a row, then there'll be a nice body of work on him. What has he been doing these last four days? And then I can check in. Yeah, it's Save, t- saves time. It's crazy though. But then there'll be. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I've been doing lately? Throwing out stuff. <laughs> Like, you mean items in your apartment? Yeah, like yeah, I'll, me too. I'll say like a hefty bag a day. Yeah, I do that every every now and then. You do? Yeah. Like you go on a thing where it's almost like it almost replaces the feeling of buying new stuff. It's almost as good. It it's makes like, your apartment look newer. You're like, right. oh wow, I've really slimmed down on my items of yeah. ownership. Yeah. You go. It's it's 2013. This yeah. place is streamlined for 2013. It doesn't yeah. have a bunch of crap laying around. Yeah, I, I usually do that, though, when I move. Like, I'll move, and like the f- I'll start moving like a week before I'm supposed to be out of my place. Right. That's when I start boxing shit up. And then, like, when it gets to, like, two days before I'm supposed to move, I get into a panic where I'm, like, I start going through drawers and closets, and I if I find something that I have even forgotten that I owned, I'll be like, I, I'm just going to get rid of this. I'll take it to Goodwill or throw it away. Oh, that's great. So I'm like, if I don't realize that I have this, then it means I don't miss it, which means I don't need it. Right. Like, like if I said to you, your place just burned down, like, there'd probably be some of the stuff that you think is important that you would keep forever, you won't even remember you had it. Yeah. If I said to you, like, what did you really lose? There'd probably only be a handful of things. In fact, if someone came to me and said... Hey man, like if I wasn't at home and they called me and they're like, "Dude, your apartment just burned down." Part of me would be relieved. Really, of course. A part of me would be like, "Cleanse, oh, thank God." Yeah, so you can just forget about all that stuff. Now I'm like forced to find a new place to live. Yeah, forced to buy new essentials, and you'd be forced to live in the moment, to be present, which is really the goal. That's what we always want. That's why. That's why people play sports, Steve. Do you play sports? You're not a sports guy. Uh, I I grew up in a sporting family. I don't play a lot of sports, but I do believe in the power to pull you into the present moment. <laughs> like if you, if I'm saying like that guy's going to score a goal, you got to get in his way. You'll stop thinking about all your other problems for a minute. 
I played a lot of sports in high school. Most not because I like sports. I've never been into sports, but I played a lot in high school because of my size. When I was, you know, a teenager, I was six foot seven, a That's lot amazing. slimmer than I am now. And a how lot tall stronger. were you? How old were you when you hit six foot? Six foot? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Probably like junior high or something. So you towered above the others. Yeah. Did it help? Uh, elementary school, I didn't. I was normal height. And Did then... you lay pipe earlier because of your no. size? Lay pipe? You mean, did I have a job earlier? Did Were you a pipe layer? No. I was gangly and awkward. And... Was your size a deterrent to you having some sexual Mentally, yes. Because you figure... You I was thought, like, oh, I'm just tall and goofy and gangly. Right. I'm too large to get laid. Yeah, so I just started partying, drinking. Hating we all. Yeah. Mine was not a size thing. Yeah, I started growing rapidly in junior high and, you know, experienced actual growing pains, which, you know, until that happened, I thought was just a figure of speech. Like, oh, growing pains, right. you know, like the TV show, it's just a a figure of, you know, life's obstacles. But no, it's an actual physical, your joints hurt because they're fucking being stretched yeah, out like to capacity. Yeah, it's a torture situation. Yeah. You know June Diane Raphael? Mm-hmm. She had that too. She she was the size she is now in like sixth grade or something. Ugh. She's a tall girl. June is uh, Paul Shear's wife, and she's also on NTSFSDSUV. Yeah. I'm surprised I got that right. And she's a great uh, comedic talent and writer. Sold her own uh, TV show. TV show. Saw you last night at Nerd Melt. You did some great stand-up comedy over there. Um. Oh, that was uh, that was a mess. It didn't seem I didn't like feel it. great. Didn't feel great about it. I uh, uh, smoked a little marijuana. Oh, that's right. I, I went just to go watch. Uh, oh, really? And yeah. they said, "Hey, you want to go up?" Yeah, after I had smoked. Oh. And then I was oh, like... Oh, it's because... Uh, yeah, okay, I remember. Somebody... I was like, yeah, I'll go up. I didn't feel good about it. I tried some new stuff. Um, but, but I'm starting know... to do more stand-up again. I, I had a period most of the first half of this year where I was just... Not into not it. Not doing it. And last night was one of the first times I'd done stand-up in you know, months. I saw you Saturday. You had a great set. Is your neck hurt? Yeah, I've got a crick in there. You know, I'm, I'm Howard's like rocking his head out. It you looks can probably hear it. Howard's got headphones on and he's like bobbing his head around like Can you hear that? Tell me if you could hear that. I can hear that. That's a crick in my neck. Could you hear it? Yeah, that's me. That's like you with your breathing. I can hear my neck. My neck. Steve, okay, so, I wonder if the audience can. Oh, so if you can hear it, then the audience can hear it. Yeah, that's my rule of thumb. If Dusty can hear it, I figure the audience can hear it. Hey, what are you doing? No pictures. What are you doing? I'm taking pictures. What happened? Howard rocking out. Yeah, you know, this would, This is a, my neck, and um, I'm rehabbing my whole body. I have a tension. I call it the clench. It's on the left side of my body, the basically clench. the clench. The from, Kramer clench? Basically, yeah. And it starts basically at the heel and goes all the way up to the crown of my really? head. Really? Like the left side of my body is screwed up top to bottom. Why? I think it's because, well, I have a couple theories. Okay, hit me. 
One is my left leg is slightly longer than my right. Okay. So I think like all the overcompensation and stuff that would have to happen. Number two, I was not alone in the womb, Steve. I was not alone. Oh, yeah, you have a twin. So I have a twin sister. Yeah. And I feel like if I can blame her for this, that would be great. If just Does she have the clench? No, because, you know. She got more of the space. Yeah, or she just landed in a way. She grew in a way that shoved my clench into my hip groin area. That's uh, These are just a couple of theories. But um, stretching it out and fixing it has been an intensive process. But it really is. The human body is a marvel. A marble? It is a marble. No, it's a marvel. <laughs> I thought you said... The human body is a marble. It's a marble. It's round. Can't uh, do you, you see? Do you see a chiropractor ever? I used to. I don't anymore. I feel like the, bo- the body was created on instinct. Do you understand? There was no scientists. No, that makes no sense. There were no scientists or doctors around as the human body was developing. Yeah, that's all, why they were dying at fucking 20 years old. But we started as amoebas. You got to understand, all there's in a... This is all trial and error and instinct. Era. Era. It's trial and error. <laughs> it's trial and error. Error is hard it's to say. It's child and error. It's child and error. It's But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is the, the body has a very high uh, potential for healing and figuring itself out. These stretches and stuff I do, I bet that... I have stuff that doctors would give you surgery for that I fixed myself. Seriously, <laughs> such as, such as the, the clenches, like, like acu- you still have the clench, but it's gotten a lot better because here's what happens: if you're, if, if say one of your ankles is screwed up, everything rests on top of that angle. Everything mm-hmm. is stacked on top of it. So as the years go by, this is why you see old people. They're mangled up when they walk. You understand? They're like... (laughs) Mangled? You know what I mean? They're like hunchback. You know what I mean? It's because something gave out below and screwed up everything on top of it, like a building with a foundation that got screwed up. So what I'm telling you is I have fixed things like like tightness in the hip. That would lead up to even like a clogged in the uh, in the Sinus. nasal passages, like the acup- acupuncture works because everything is connected. You know what I mean? I love acupuncture. Yeah, so it's the same type of thing. If I relieve all this tension in my lower body, it's gonna bring uh, relaxation and letting Har- go harmony, harmony, if you will, to the upper <laughs> stuff. I can breathe better because I stretched. It's true. But you you look like you're in pain right now. I am because I went on kind of an intensive, you know how it is. No. Sometimes, do you ever use marijuana sometimes? Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. I've I've tried it. Okay, so sometimes you smoke and then you go like, like stretching becomes fascinating. So then you do it too long. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you get to the podcast and you sit on the stool and then you get into it. You're out of whack. I uh, I was having back problems and um, you're just waving your head around. It's so weird. <laughs> I was having back problems and I went to the doctor and he's like, do you sleep on your side? I'm like, yeah. He's like, try putting a pillow between your knees when you sleep. Whoa. 
What does totally help. Wait, wait. Pillow between your knees? Yeah, because you're throws your body out of alignment, your knees touching. Oh, right, because you got nothing holding Yeah. Those. So if you put a little sp- space between the legs, it, it's more... And what, it helped your lower back? Yeah. I'm doing that tonight. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I wish I could go to sleep right now and try it. Try it. I'm on a, like a bar stool. <laughs> Lay on the floor and put that uh, Coke Zero can between your knees. There already is Put one that chicken between your knees. Then I have two Coke cans bit down there. Hey, oh, blue cigarettes. Yeah, my dad, all uh, who's a doctor, he's re- since retired, but he was what all type of doctor? Anesthesiologist. Okay, puts people to sleep. He um, is that why you do this podcast? He would be yes. like your dad. Thanks, man. Boom. He would put. Uh, <laughs> he would always tell me never go see a chiropractor. He's like never. Don't ever go see a chiropractor. They, it's not legit. They ma- manipulate you, so you have to keep going back. Ah, uh, I bet that's true because the more you stretch, it seems the more that you have to stretch. Well, I think there's a lot of those people out there that do that, but I found a guy who was recommended to me by a friend, and he's so good, so fucking good. Really? I never have to go see him more than once a year, like if I have really bad neck problems. Like I had really bad neck problems once. This is the, the first time was like five years ago. And so bad that, like, to sit up in bed, like, to sit up and get out of bed, I would have to put my hand behind my head uh, and yeah. also pull my head right. because my neck muscles just couldn't do it. And I went to see that, and it, I was in bed for, like, days. A man should not have to pull his own head. No. <laughs> and uh, and Sarah Silverman, uh, I called her one day. So you know everybody. She had been, well, I've, yeah, I've known her for, forever, but... She knew early on that I was having neck problems. She's like, go see my chiropractor. And I was like, nope. And then finally, like, after three days of not being able to move or turn my head, I called her. I'm like, all right, I'll go see this guy. And he was Boom. the best ever? It was the best. Did it, What did he do? Did some snaps? Did some, some snaps, snap cracks? some uh, weird pressure point stuff. Any dong slaps? Didn't slap the dong. Although I was in so much pain at that point, I would have been like, if you think it'll help... <laughs> If you think slapping my dong will help, please slap it. Hey, uh, you know, neck problems are all treatable. They really are. I I got yeah, like I have, like, uh, like there are there are sicknesses you could have where you shouldn't treat yourself, but neck pain is not one of them. You can get books and stuff, even on the books. Ins- like I got and you a use book. the book as a pillow. No, I, I got a book on Steve. I, I, I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't joke about on this segment. I <laughs> I got a book that was called like treating your own neck pain, no. and it's like it's, it comes down to like five minutes a day of kind of just like moving your neck around and breathing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you, preventative though, right? But it also it can alleviate the pain you have in the day that you do it. Um, you know. These people, like these Russian immigrants that you see in Hollywood, you know what it's I mean? Like Russian immigrants. They're, or they're Eastern European immigrants, and yeah. they're like 80. They still like have a peasant sort of... You can tell that... Not peasant, but you can tell that they were like in a village somewhere <laughs> for a lot of decades. And that maybe their son or something moved to Hollywood, started a business, brought them over. They still wear like, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, like village clothes. Village clothes. They look like babushkas and uh... right. And then, meanwhile, there's other babushka people still back in the village, bad mouthing them because they went Hollywood on them. What has this got to do with neck pain? I'm just saying, you wind up like one of those people if you don't. Your body's like Avatar, the movie. It's your contraption. You got to keep it oiled and maintained. It's your vessel. It's your vessel. Yeah. I think it's job one. Sometimes I'll be like, maybe I should be writing a pilot. Maybe I should be auditioning. I don't know. I'm going to loosen up this shin ankle area because every moment I spend (laughs) on this planet is going to be in this contraption. Yeah, I have have really bad neck problems because when I was like 17 or 18, me and some friends were at Lake Havasu water water skiing. Okay. We decided to play this game where we could see who could jump out of the boat going the fastest. So my friend, one of my friends was driving and we started off from from just a dead float. We started giving the throttle a little more gas and started to pick up. And like the last person in the boat was the winner, but you had to jump out to win. So we're all just sitting there. Oh, and it's the go- longer it goes, the faster it yeah, gets. Yeah, so it's going faster, faster, and then people are like, fuck this, I got to jump out. So someone, you know, That's jump out game. going 25 miles an hour, 30, 35, 40. You're still on the boat? I'm still on the boat. Jesus. So I jump out of the boat when it's going about, I think, like 45 or 50. That's fast. It's going really fast. And uh, it was like jumping onto concrete. And like, because I, the I immediately boat had went up on land to a parking lot. Yeah, we were driving in a parking lot. No, I hit the water going really fast. I just started skipping across the top of the water. Not, I didn't break the surface at all. And uh, I just, re- I distinctly remember hearing a snap in my neck when I hit the water. Ooh. Was and, uh, uh, you had landed on a horseshoe crab? Is that what you're saying? Yes. And um, I've had neck problems ever since. I think it was whiplash is what I got. From yeah, it, but. Yeah, it is. It takes one little moment like that to what, throw things out of whack. To ruin a lifetime. But, Steve, I think through, by going to Sarah's acupuncturist and, uh, but it's a chiropractor. Yep. And doing some of the exercises that I've prescribed. Wait, what be, have you prescribed? Rolling your head around? You roll your head around, you know, you touch your toes, don't bounce. Um, <laughs> no, there's like stuff you do, like you like pull, you put your chin down and your head, and then you oh, like yeah, yeah. kind of move the back of your neck back. All this stuff works. Then you can throw it out. Like, who knows what, like you and I, we get restless sleep. Mm-hmm. Who knows what we're doing during, oh, yeah. I mean, at any moment I could be sleeping and like the pillow's not even under my head, maybe. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go, pillow? <laughs> Why did you leave me? What? How much time we got? All right, I, th- I, th- we've, I think we've done an hour, Howard. Can I you believe it? More than that, I think we've accomplished what we set out to do. Which, which is? Like a, like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I'm satisfied with that. Do you have anything, Howard Kramer, that you want to plug? Yes, I do. Albums? Yes, I do. Let's hear the album names. The Street first, Legal? No, the first album was just a DBS EP. Dragon Boy that, Suede. Which contains the song Street Legal, which, which you did a little bit of up top. Yeah. The second was Master of Pheromonies. Yeah. Those were both produced by Matt Cooper. 
Yeah. The third album in my canon was called Have a Summer, and it was produced by Dustin Marshall. Yeah. Right here in the Feral Audio Network of pilot of pylons. There he is. <laughs> the fourth album was called Dragon Boy Suede Douche Minutia, produced right here by Feral Audio's own Dustin Martian. Douche Minutia. The third album, Have Another Summer, uh, produced by Brett Morris, and I'm working on a Dragon Boy Suede. The next one is uh, tentatively titled Tears on My Shaft. You can... You can find all of the tears on my shaft. There you That's go. That's a great name. You can find all those on Amazon, iTunes, uh, wherever popular music is sold. Also, I, I was on an MTV program called Austin Stories. True. It was, it was the, the first. Uh, are those available for viewing anywhere? They are. You can On eBay, you can pick up a DVD, 12 glorious episodes. Austin Stories was good, I remember. We were ahead of our time. Yeah. Um, and um, pick that up. Pick up Dragon Boy Suede T-shirt. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? At Howard Kramer. K R E M E R. Let's should it, let's have this debate right now. Should I just say Kramer? No, I, I say no just because I'm used to calling you Kramer. But it's kind of spelled K R E M E R. Yeah, it is spelled. for showbiz. It's confusing when you got a name that people not sure how to say it. Is there a, another Howard Kramer on IMDb in the unions that you could not switch your name to Kramer? I wouldn't switch the spelling. I'd rather switch the pronunciation. All right, everyone. You heard it here first. Start calling Howard Kramer. Will I regret this? Is it just be who you are? Don't worry about it. I think, though, Kramer would be two M's. I think it would be Creamer. So it'd be Creamer. Maybe that. Howard Creamer. Ladies and gentlemen, Howard Creamer. Creamer. I barely even know her. Yeah, I must stick with Creamer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Howard, thanks for doing the uh, podcast. Thanks. I had a blast right here in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll catch you later. Thanks. All right. Thanks for listening, you guys, and I uh, hope you enjoyed Howard as much as I did. Uh, remember, if you like what you hear on the Feral Audio Network, um, please donate. We are a, a collective, which means we are listener-supported. So there are links on everybody's page on Feral to donate and uh, help us out. Also, if you're going to buy stuff on Amazon, if you're going to buy uh, uh, books or DVDs or anything like that, medicine, I think you can buy medicine if it's over-the-counter. <laughs> uh, if you want to buy some cough syrup... Go to Amazon. Uh, there's a link on my page uh, to go to Amazon. And if you click that link, uh, we get a little bit of a cutback uh, with no uh, additional charge to you. Uh, so everybody wins except Amazon, who's um, getting robbed. No, they're not. Everybody wins. How great is that? Uh, so go there and uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. 
Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.